It's the 919 Vice podcast alongside Adam Eshbaugh. I'm Joe Ovias. We are not at graffiti today. We are actually in the Eford studios while Ash Eshbaugh is making Gosh. mouth fart noises into the it's, microphone. It's, it's, <laughs> should I not have done that? You should not have done that. I thought but I was only, on camera. I thought like no, this is going to be broadcast. Do you want to broadcast it? I can turn the cameras on. <laughs> Then we can get all of the reactions. Also, are you high right now? No. The no. CB, is the CBD hit? CBD, no. You, no yeah, you're in a very chill CBD mood then. I need to be. <laughs> I need, my back is absolutely throbbing, and I've been off of just straight CBD that I used to take as like a multivitamin. Oh, I see. I've I been see. off of it for months. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, now, the reason why we're here downtown and not back at graffiti with Wayne, who's not with us this week. Uh, he'll be back next week. I'm going to take another one. There you go. It's really good to get that hit. on camera. Nope. We're not on camera. Not on camera. We're not on camera today. Maybe next time. I mean, do you want to be on YouTube? Because I can redo this. Do we want to add a YouTube wing to uh, the 919 <laughs> bus? I mean, we've tried. Every so often, we have, every so often, I'll get a hit on YouTube about the America beer. <clears throat> Yes. Like every so often I get an email notification. You have a new comment on the, uh, the anti-woke beer and it's somebody saying, I still haven't gotten it. I'm like, I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> sorry, you're but, never getting but you're not it. missing out. Um, no today. No, I don't think we need to do something on camera, but I think it would be good when we have some of these guests, especially in the whole CBD THC realm. Yeah. When we're discussing products, we can show them. Well, that means that might be a, not be a bad idea. That means you're going to have to turn one of those uh, axe alleys into a little video area. We'd have to have the whole setup, is what you have to have the whole setup because we're not. Or bring, we come here. We could come here. We could come here and smoke it out. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> There's somebody downstairs. <laughs> that does it waft? Oh yeah, <laughs> it permeates, man. It's coming up from the wood floors because we're on the second floor. It's coming up from the wood floors. It's 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 entertaining. It's entertaining. Yeah, it's a little contact. That, it's about that time. Anyway, uh, we are we're doing it here because you were at the ABC lottery yeah. this morning. Yeah, and I thought that would actually be a very entertaining topic so people Agreed. understand how this ABC lottery works. I actually got a message from a listener saying, "Hey, did you go to the ABC lottery?" I'm like, no, I didn't realize normies could go to the ABC lottery. So let's so, let's let's start let's start at the beginning with this. Yeah, so I'm not quite sure how it how it works. I mm -hmm. I think there is one just for consumers. Yes, I, I did not go to that one. You went to the this bars. Is, yeah, this is the one for uh, on premise sales. Okay, so. How far in advance do you know that this is happening? We knew a few weeks in advance we got our invitation. First and foremost, why is there a lottery? Well, I mean, as you know, there, as, as, as all the, the chasers and hoarders know, some of these are, you all right? I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. the hoarders. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm making a reaction to the hoarders. Well, like a lot, some of these bottles are very hard to find. Mm -hmm. they're, they're rare to get, period. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, I, I guess, I mean, a lot of this I'm finding out, I was always on the beer side of things, Sure, but now that we've had our bar for a year and Wayne has worked his butt off to really do a great job in procuring a lot of bottles mm -hmm. and 
Um, <clears throat> excuse me, because of that, I'm sorry, because of that, we were able to get invited to this. They invite a lot of top accounts. Okay. Uh, and we, our store is the warehouse, which is up by Raleigh Ironworks. So that's where it was. Had to be there at nine this mm -hmm. morning. I'd say there were like 30 or 40 accounts there. Okay. Like Whiskey Kitchen, all the dram and drafts. Oh, like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the ones you'd expect to be there. And then, hey, graffiti got to be there. It was cool. And I, I knew several of the folks from interacting previously. Um, you know, back in the day when I used to sell beer, mm -hmm. <laughs> try to sell beer into places. I knew some folks from that and, and just from being in, in and around the industry. So basically what you do, you go sign in and they have your name or your, your bar name on a, on a tab. You find that you throw it in the box. <laughs> <laughs> and once everybody's there, <clears throat> they start picking names out of the box. It's more of a <clears throat> raffle than a lottery. It is. What are they going to do? Bingo night next? Well, put put your number in a cage, roll I it mean, out like it's a church fish fry. The NBA draft rat lottery is this way. You do it with the ping pong ball. That's what this I'm saying. It's a ping pong ball. It's not. But you're, that's more of a raffle. You're describing a raffle. What's the difference between a raffle and a lottery draft? Though? I think it's in. The, I'm going to be a stickler here. I'm going to put my foot down. It's the ping pong ball. It's versus ping pong the... balls versus pulling a name out or a number out of a hat. Okay. Essentially. Like, what, tomato, do you potato. Have, do you have somebody in there digging around going, whoa, maybe yeah, this they one? Had I don't know. They I don't like a, this one. They this had a designated, designated picker. Raffle. Raffle. Okay. Straight up raffle. If, you're, if you could do it at a kindergarten class, it's a raffle. When you have somebody with ping pong balls and it gets spit out randomly like that, there's somebody reaching in, that's a lottery. I will I'm say. I'm being a stickler for this. I know, but whatever. I will say um, it could have been more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, it, <laughs> as someone who, so who got the first pick freaking Carolina brewing company, man, my boy, Ben Fisher walks in barely on time, of course, skating in barely on time, of course. And I almost said something. Yeah. But I didn't know most of the people there. Okay. But I, I almost was like, Hey, good thing you finally made it. And then. And you, you being the stickler for time. First, we were the first ones through the door. We were the I'm, first ones to sign in until you're not on time. And then you never say anything. I don't yeah. hear, I don't hear peep. Right. Well, just say then it's not an issue. Of course, of course. Um, he got the first damn pick and grabbed that one that one bottle of Pappy Twenty. So, <laughs> if you want, if you want Pappy Twenty, and you're within listening area, I would imagine it's going to be by this weekend. It should be at the. CBC tap room in Wendell. <laughs> got the second pick. I don't know who got the second pick. When did you pick? All the pappies were gone by the time. Oh, uh, how many pappies were there? There were. There I guess was that's the, the other twenty. Thing. There's no. There is no known allotment, right? Like he, you don't like this know is just how many bottles are on there. Okay. Um, but it is. It's run like a fantasy football draft. Yeah. To an extent, I feel like. There should be penalties mm -hmm. like many used to do. Like, remember back in the day, you maybe you don't, but back in the day when you did like, like at work, we'd sit around the big conference table drinking beer and we'd do our fantasy football draft and it was all pen and paper. And if you tried to draft somebody that had already been draft drafted, mm -hmm. there were consequences. 
Like you had to pay in, you had to pay more money. Sure. Into the pot. Sure. At the very least. I feel like there needs to be something like that with this. If people aren't keeping up and they ask for a bottle that's already run out, okay. they should lose their last bottle or lose their pick. Nope, that's already taken. We're on to the next one. We're on to Sensi. We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, anyway, that. that's that's my little thing. But <clears throat> there were there were several pappies. There was the the 20, there was a 13-year rye. <clears throat> and there was, um, I guess the last one was the 10 year. Oh, no, they had a 12 too. Okay. So they had four different pappies. Okay. <clears throat> My first pick was Weller Antique Collection. Uh, Weller Antique 107. We got the only bottle of that, which I'm, I'm happy about. Everything else they seem to have multiple bottles of. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, there was a lot of stuff there that you don't readily, you don't see all the time in stores. You don't see them on the shelves. If you see them, they're at bars that have a reputation of having a good bourbon selection. Unless, uh, unless you're our listener, Ken, and he just happens to have a bottle of Weller Antique lying around that he brings to the OG tailgate, which a lot of people enjoyed. I got three different Weller bottles. I love look, Weller. Look, I'm a big fan of Weller. I got I, a bottle of Weller 12. I okay, got the cool. antique. And I got um, uh, the single barrel. Okay. And then I got a couple stags. Everybody there got a got a, a Blanton's gold bottle in bond. All right, so explain the gold. I don't know. I really, I I really see, don't. It seems like a new thing. We need to get Che back on here so he can talk about it, but... It's new to me. Yeah. Okay. Because I look. I <laughs> I remember. I don't know, I, I I don't came know to the how sh- new it is, but it's I new came, to me. I came to the shop, and I know Last that year. you and Wayne were like, "Hey, we got this gold." Oh, okay. Cool. We went over to Longleaf Swine, who we've been partnering. They were there. They were uh, at the lottery. I'm not surprised. I almost feel like I should hit Sam, up Adam. Sam Jones was the there. Adam. So yeah, because because Longleaf has a ton of bourbon. Yeah, a ton of bourbon. And quick uh, quick promotional announcement. Uh, Jillio and I are going to be doing a, an NCAA tournament first round show Thursday, March 21st from Longleaf. We're still trying to figure out the legality of buying shots for like the first six people who roll up. You can do that. I, th- I thought we you, could. You can. We can. You can and and you, I mean, you can do whatever you want. You're a customer. Okay. The, gotcha. The, the location by letter of the law is not allowed to give it away. Advertise that. Oh, it's not we that they can. can't. Not that they can't give it away, but I can advertise it. Yeah, I can advertise. I could, I could buy, I could buy a round for an anyway, ALE agent. Yeah, I'll buy a round for the bar. But I can't, I'll buy a round for the kitchen. But I can't say come in today and I see. And I see your first rounds on us. Like you can't do that. Yeah, we, it's funny because Julio and I were trying to figure out uh, happy hour laws. Yes, because like for instance, the you Wendy know that we like, still haven't gotten past. Oh, there is that. But like Wendy's was getting into surge pricing, or at least there was this, annou- this announcement that they were I, doing I do surge want to pricing. Talk about this, we can. And I was talking about it right now because it's a very free flowing podcast oh, today. Ridiculous. I, but it's not because fast food places already do this. They just call it happy hour. This happens at Sonic. Come in from this time to this this time to get half off whatever. But that's anti what. They were talking about doing with Wendy's. Right. Wendy's is doing the inverse of like, oh, you happen to be coming in at noon, which is our busiest time. Now we're going to charge you extra for the bacon. You get a convenience fee. Sure. For that same burger. All I'm getting at is, all I'm getting at is that these places can charge you less for the food. 
They just choose to present it in different ways. That's all I'm yeah. saying. All right. Oh, sure. And Sonic's been doing happy hour forever. And my daughter, actually, my 17-year-old informed me last night that, did you know it's always happy hour at Sonic if you use the app? Did not know that. Yeah. Okay. See, more incentive, more incentivizing for and you to save money. they've started this thing. Have you heard of dirty sodas? Yeah. I had never heard of this. Yeah. I have not had one, I but have not, I've heard but of them. Delaney said they're amazing. Okay. It's like, what? It's like coconut extract, lime, and a little bit of heavy cream or mm. half and half. Yeah. So I looked at it. It I needs alcohol not, is what it needs. Well, the reason it started, where it's from Utah is mm -hmm. where it originated. I didn't know that. I actually have some clients from Utah and they're coming into town in a couple weeks. I'm going to talk to them about this. All right. I want to find more. I want to find more out. All right, about, that's fine. Also, the name Dirty Soda, like. Well, <laughs> I associate Dirty Soda with Dirty Sprite. Dirty Sprite is essentially an alcoholic drink or with the syrup. So, yeah, purple drink. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing dirty about this. I mean, there's a future. It's enhanced. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the noted rap enthusiast Future has a mixtape called Dirty Sprite, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway. But it's the not the same thing. Like, when I think of something dirty, mm -hmm. it's probably going to have alcohol or something bad added, right? Or something bad. Well, I mean, there are, you can get something, you can get a beer with an ashtray. Right. Right. Which they're amazing. Well, they are great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but what I'm saying is with a Which reminds soda, me, we got to talk to Wit about getting the OG light going. But anyway. Yes. If I'm doing... A dirty soda, I would think it's probably got some alcohol added. That's to what it. I'm saying. That, yeah, that's, what you just that's described. What I'm the name doesn't work for me. That CBD truly has hit you because you are. Am I just out of it? You're just spaced out, bro. Huh. No, I was just deep thoughts, man. Regular Jack <laughs> Handy over here. While on CBD. <laughs> CBD does not hit you the way you're describing it. No, that's not true because it will chill you out. Yeah, it does. It I will used chill you to out. take it every morning like it was a vitamin. But we've talked about and this with CBD. <clears throat> we talked about this with CBD, depending on what kind of CBD strain you have, what it's supposed to do, right? Like, shout out to my dudes at Renology. They were selling CBD that was specific for recovery purposes. Mm -hmm. You just went on a run, take this recovery CBD gem that's sure. supposed to help you out a lot better than taking, say, ibuprofen after you've gone yeah. for a run. And I would say it would work, but there's also, there's other CBD that will, the CBDN that makes you sleepy. There's CBD that is just supposed to kind of like chill you out a little bit. And I would say you're very chilled out and just lost in thought today, Adam. I need it for the anti-inflammatory purposes. I take way too much ibuprofen. Yes. And as CBD builds in my system, I don't need that. Fair enough. You know, Fair like enough. we talked about when, <clears throat> um, when we had... Uh, hemp pharmacy on, mm -hmm. you know, the CBD is kind of your, your regular maintenance of your vehicle, right? Mm -hmm. Where, whereas the TAC products are kind of your, um, <clears throat> your, like you got to fix something now. Right. So anyway, back to the whole, the whole lottery thing. Oh yeah. That <laughs> how, how this whole thing started. I mean, we walked out of there, we've got six new bottles uh, I think three of them we've never had there before. So, so I'm excited to, to bring that in. Wayne gave us basically his priority list. Of course. Wayne so, had opinions about what to well, get when it came Wayne to bourbon. Really, Wayne really heads up for graffiti. Wayne really heads up our bourbon, our bourbon list. Not surprised. <clears throat> he loves doing it, right? I, no, I um, get it. And he, and he does a great job and, and he does a lot of research and, mm -hmm. um, 
and he's and he's proud of of doing it. So he was out of town, so I was there in his stead and did my did my duty for did, the bar did, this week. Did the best that you now could. that we have a capable Is GM there, that's running things. Like I have really been able to take a step back, and I could not be happier. Did any trades occur? No. Where bourbon was acquired? <clears throat> oh, like I have the rights to that pappy. Not it's kind of like Kobe Bryant. Like Kobe Bryant got drafted by the Charlotte Hornets, <laughs> right? But he was never going to be a Charlotte Hornet. I did hear mm-hmm. a couple private conversations that never came down to this, all right, or at least that I saw. But somebody was like, "I really want this bottle," mm-hmm. and the other person was like, "I already have one. We don't need one. If I get called first, Trade. I'll let you have it." Oh, I don't know. I just feel like <clears throat> I feel like this is if if the ABC Commission will allow us to do it. I think it would be hilarious if we did a live show, live streamed the ABC lottery and seeing the excitement of proprietors when they get called and they have to make a pick. And then we have live comments going and people roasting the pick like you went Pappy 21st overrated. Overrated. Absolutely overrated. The big uh... the real value here is this bourbon. The Weller Ante, that's the real value here. Let me see. What's uh, <laughs> the, the. I doubt the ABC would let us do it. Probably, probably not. The big one on the board this year was Michter's 25 year. Ooh, okay. Coming in at a cool $1,500. I'm a fan of they that. They had one. two bottles. Oh, that's right. You also have to pay for these, don't you? And you have to pay for them, yes. I forgot. Oh, that's kind of an important distinction. I forgot, like, oh, you're just gifting these. No, it doesn't work 15, that way. $1,500. So what are they char- what are they charging for that? Probably about three hundred bucks a pour. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I mean, the, people gobbled two people gobbled them up. They weren't they weren't the first pick, but they were okay. up there. But yeah, I mean, you're looking at it's a sixty dollar per ounce cost, a little bit over sixty dollars an ounce. Okay. So a break-even night, you'd be like 60 couple bucks. That would be a hell of a break-even night of graffiti. <laughs> Let me tell you. Like, wait a minute. I mean, is that like three bucks? Like, nope. Nope. That's yeah. really the break-even? Yup. Yeah. That's what it is. <clears throat> yeah, that, but it was it was good. I was glad I was able to be a part of it. And now we know how it works. And This is what I want, though. I'm, I'm being serious. I want to do a show from... I want to, like, cover it. See Get an audience... Get people the it's, it's like in the a Jets. pretty small room. It's like the Jets, you know, and with the Jets selection, yeah. Longleaf Swine selects. <laughs> no way! It would be kind of funny to have like a like an outdoor <laughs> setup, like a like a big screen that just shows like the big board. You're right, and then we, the ABC, the it just ABC announces each pick, and then you have the ABC commissioner come up and like like Roger Goodell, like dap him yeah. up, give him the hug, Gotta dab him up, like here's your, here's your bottle, dapping him up. Here you go. That would be just uh, take it to various locations across Raleigh, like to do for that the would NFL be fun draft for the first 15 minutes. Well, how long does this thing last? It's about an hour. Yeah, that's not bad. A little over an hour. That's not bad. It gets you get to the point of fatigue because by the end of it, there were there were actually two. Blanton's bottles and two Buffalo Trace bottles. But yeah, I was going to say everybody like, has that. Everybody's like, fine. Yes. <laughs> it got down to the last one. They're, they're like, really putting, whoa, 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 whoa. They're really putting Buffalo Trace in the lottery? They put Buffalo Trace in the lottery. But Buffalo Trace is more readily available now. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Now, if you told me Eagle Rare, maybe. Like the fact that they Eagle have Eagle Rare stag. was not in. Really? Mm-mm. 
that surprises me. Any sort of uh, makers one-off? There were some makers. Uh, there was a big makers. Um, I'll have to find it on here through my scratched out writing. But uh, the, yeah, well, there was makers art mark uh, seller aged. Okay. Gotcha. That was 153 per bottle. That's not terrible. Yeah, that $1,500 bottle, man, there were two of them. All right. They both went, but... It was fun, fun to be a part of, and uh, and it was honestly, I think the coolest, coolest part for me is like I know the beer world, I know the people in the beer world. We all we all know each other. It was nice to see other bar owners, managers, be there and have relationships mm-hmm. as well, and get along a lot like gotcha my beer folks that I know. Okay, it was I enjoyed that as much as as any of it. Just the the community aspect of it it was it was a lot of fun speaking of uh, of beer folks we'll we'll close the podcasts uh talking about wooden robot um and the last uh, week and a half or so the wooden robot has reopened their breweries their tap rooms uh in the last 24 48 hours after their co-founder uh dan wade passed away want to thank breeze through for sponsoring the 919 vice podcast check them out locations across the triangle got the pnc location which gets a lot of work this time of the year for us there's the mcd's through over in Cary, uh and there's also the breeze through that i typically go to when i'm leaving a graffiti podcast the one right there off of uh what is that off of 54 or whatever that is yeah chapel hill road chapel hill road there in Cary, and of course whitaker and hammer check them out online wh.lawyer again that's wh.lawyer um, we haven't talked about this cause it just didn't really fit in some of the podcasts that sure. we were doing. Um, but with wooden robot who's, and Dan was a guest. I think yeah. I, mi- I missed that podcast. <clears throat> Dan, Dan was a-, a guest. Dan was a friend. Dan was a great brewer. Yeah. Highly respected in the industry. Um, just like it's a horrible, horrible tragedy, horrible thing. Um, but what I, I, it's, I, I, it's weird to try to explain this to people, but what I really, really love about a funeral, mm-hmm. this is odd, but what I really love about it is his family and friends get to see that impact sure, and how the effect he's had on people and the outpouring of love and, and, and money for their families. GoFundMe. Yeah. I lost track of where the GoFundMe was, but it, it cleared like a hundred grand, right? Yeah. It was up over 75 like okay. Last week. Okay. When okay. I saw Which is it. amazing. So, I mean, again, that's that's amazing. It's to incredible. See. I, I, the funeral was live streamed. I was able to to watch mm-hmm. from my computer, which I'm so glad I did. Um, he had family members and uh, close friends speak, and it was like I definitely didn't know him as well as a lot of folks, but I that's, knew him. To your point about going, I to knew funerals. him well enough to know that I really liked him yeah. from, from our handful of face to face and, and phone calls that we've had. Um, and it was just terrible. I was actually with wit last week mm-hmm. when it happened, they posted, they posted that the tap rooms would be shut down. And I'm like, did you see this? And he was like, no, but let's text Dan and see if he needs anything. Yeah. We didn't know it was about Dan. Oh, Okay. So by the time I got home, that's I tough. texted him and saw it and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's tough. So yeah, you just, you're sick. And and I don't know the details, but one of the things that 
unfortunately is inevitable. You know, there's going to be a, a crackdown uh, with safety mm -hmm. across the state, definitely mm -hmm. in Charlotte. You have something like that, you know OSHA is going to be involved. Like, you know there are going to be, there's going to be some fallout from this that unfortunately that brewery is going to have to to deal with. And mm -hmm. so are the the other ones. But I do want to just give a shout out to the entire Charlotte brewing community and statewide. Just there some really generous folks out there. And it's just proof that it's, it even though it is a tough industry, especially now where tap handles and store placements are, you know, they seem to get more difficult to find by the minute. Um, it is still a community. We do care very much about each other and um, really, really hate to hear everything that happened, but it is, it is, it, there is some, I guess, solace knowing that people do care and it's appreciated. I understand where you're coming from on that aspect of funerals. There are terrible situations, unfortunate situations that bring people together and make you realize, you know, maybe you shouldn't take these things to <clears throat> yeah, right? bring the people together. Hey, and every, every funeral that I've gone to for somebody who's been taken way too early has actually led to a proactive, hey, you know what? This is kind of jostles you. It's like, yeah. let's do this. Let's let's do this. Let's reconsider X, Y, Z and whatnot. And to your point, you know, you, you kind of know people, but you yeah. don't know, know people. And in those situations, it's always interesting to hear those stories. And again, it's a celebration of life at that point, uh, even if it's a life that was taken too early. And so I don't think it's, I don't think it's a weird thing to say that funerals, while they are this unfortunate thing, they're also interesting in many ways because it's about people. Yeah. And to your point about uh, the Bruce scene, I think this is just, I don't think this is sparks anything going forward. I think it just reinforces things that we already know that it's a community that's going to step up for others in the community that you might be competitive about what you want to do with your brewery, your beer and everything else. But at the end of the day, it's about collaboration. It's about lifting everybody up. It's about this small, tight-knit community. Because there's only, you know, we talk about all these breweries that open up. But in the grand scheme of things, there's not that many, if you really think about it. And they're all with one singular goal. And that's to do what you love right. and bring it to people who also love it. And you have with other like-minded people. It just makes everything better. So, again, tough to see. Tough to see. And I, I do. Well, tough know. to see, especially if we want to continue going down the depressing track. Like, a lot of breweries closing right now. There are. There are, hey, look, this this is just the this is the industry in general. You talk about a lot of breweries closing. I mean, on my side of the uh, equation with the media industry, I'm seeing people losing jobs left and right, man. And you're looking around going, you know, am I doing the right thing by doing this? Am I doing the right thing by like doubling down on the idea that no, 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 people want this. It's just that management doesn't know what they're doing. Right. So it's, well, it's I think we know. Well, I mean, I think we do know the answer to that. <laughs> Because uh, there's a there 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 is a commonality Sorry. there is a commonality for all these media outlets that have imploded and it's all the management class that loves to pad their checkbooks. Weird, right? weird, right? And they keep going to the next spot and they keep doing the same thing. It's so strange that it keeps happening this way with the same people. But regardless, there is a despite the fact that both industries are struggling, the thing that makes you emboldened to keep trying is other people who also believe in the product. Other people who believe that, no, 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 this is a good thing, regardless of economic factors that are in play right now. And again, I think the same thing's happening with breweries right now. 
as this market correction takes place and things have gotten tough, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that people still want to do this. It still yeah. brings people together. Oh, for sure. But I am very interested to see how how the how the brewery scene shakes out over the next yeah. I mean, it evolves twelve to eighteen months. It's, it's very much like the changing. It's very much like the media industry. It's gotten a lot more boutique. It's gotten a lot more personal. Um, it's about keeping costs as low as possible. And yeah, we'll, well see. We'll see where it evolves. Well, and I told you back back to how we started. CBC Carolina Brewing Company got the first pick. Yep. Of the lottery, and talking to Ben, who who is running the show for them. And they're going to come on here in a couple of weeks, but they are really focused on the bar aspect of a tap room, not just a tap room. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, like CBC was like the last brewery without a tap room for so long. Yeah. And they finally got their tap room in and now they're on the opposite side of it. He says about 40% of their, of their tap room sales is from bourbon. That's crazy. Which is wild, right? So that's crazy. It's he's like, we are really a bar that happens to only serve CBC beer. <laughs> so <laughs> that might be the way to I do it. I really want. I really. I'm excited to get them in here and kind of talk about the complete shift, especially since Jason took it over a few years ago, <laughs> and it's completely changed. So that'll be good. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of Now and Nine Vice. We're going to have. We're talking tequila next week. Excited. Yes. I've heard that tequila makes my clothes come off. So be ready. Well, you did start P90X, so those those Dude. those clothes might start falling off. I'm not doing P90X for real, for real. I'm actually just taking the parts of P90X that I actually liked. Like what? Um, so there's a couple discs, actually. There's... Now you got me on a tangent. Uh, when I was trying to wrap this thing up. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. So back in my radio days probably seven, eight, nine years ago, there was a buy for P90X. And part of the deal was you get this endorsement, but you also have to do the program and take pictures. Okay. So somewhere floating around in a corporate computer somewhere are shirtless pictures of me. Okay. Cool. I did that obvious fans. Right. OG fans. It's coming soon, folks. (laughs) And I did, I did the program. Sure. But I didn't, like I was in better shape and I lost weight, but I wasn't ripped like the way they make it well, out. Because to that be. becomes that's diet at that point. Sure. I didn't really change my diet. Right. But I got toned up. I felt better. <clears throat> right. Yeah. But the problem with P90X with the muscle confusion is that you're gonna like not be able to move mm-hmm. if you're not used to doing these things. Right. And there's one disc called Plyometrics that I'll never do again. Plyometrics. It's tough, but you really see results from plyometrics. You do, but I could walk. <laughs> right. Like I literally could not walk. You can't walk at first, then you get used to it. <sighs> Brutal, man. So yeah, and, it's and, tough. So I just need to work up a sweat, dude. I just need some yeah, cardio. You gotta get that heart rate going. There were there was a supplemental disc called Cardio X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I actually enjoyed because it mixes things up. It actually does a little bit of plyometrics. It does a little bit of like the karate stuff, like Kenpo. You can and, do some Taibo. No, I'm not gonna do Taibo. Some Billy Blanks. Oh man, whatever happened to that guy? I don't know. He wasn't he like on a Geico commercial not too long Maybe ago. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. So yeah, I'm just trying to because what I have to admit is that I've just I'm overrunning. Like I had my moment, I ran, and then I did something to my knee in the pen, like in that summer of 2020 when <laughs> yeah. I did the flatten the curve. That's I can I, I can pinpoint when it happened. I did the flatten the curve in the summer of 2020. Okay. And my left knee's never been the same. Never been the same. And I was like, well, 
got to mix it up. Do something else. So I'll walk. Maybe I got, you know what I'll start doing? I'll start getting like the the packs. Get a rucksack. A rucksack with a bunch of weights. Yeah. Start Urban being that hiker. dude. Yeah. That's the move. Yeah. That's the move. Anyway, we'll see you all next week. Good guys. Harmless habits. <laughs>